welcome back once again the inexplicable bacon video to kick off the <laughs> show we love to see it Dumb, welcome to nft tuesday how you doing man i'm good mike i'm good i've seen that, that clip so many times and every time i'm just like what is this like why does no one question it more i don't know how it's just, it's just there and everyone just accepts it i like like at least you have some understanding we've done some other shows like the last couple of tuesdays where we've brought on teams that are like outside of the nba top shot stratosphere like they know of it but that's not why their project started and they're like how the hell is this an introduction to our show? Like, what is this? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Duke. But at least you're like, okay, I kind of know this. Yeah, I think it's really cool because like Team Hold does feel like they're getting they're getting those outside of people more and more, you know. And I think it's really cool you guys are doing over there and how you're building that. And like the downside is you're gonna look a bit weird when you make all your in jokes that no one gets. But yeah, it is yeah. what it is. We're slowly trying to bring more people into inside jokes. I think that's what we're, <laughs> we're trying to expand the inside joke universe. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're we're gonna talk Pie Land a little bit today. We're keeping keeping your Top Shot crap. Uh, <laughs> save it for the Discord. We're not doing that today. Um, but uh, well, yeah, we're gonna talk Pie Land a little bit. But what I what I actually wanted to talk about first before we get to it. I so I've seen you doing some community development, community managed work, and obviously in the Top Shot streets. I've seen it in Flowverse and now in Pyland. I just like, is this something you did prior to getting into this space? Is this something you've been passionate about for a while? You know, it's funny, like, never like to this degree. Um, yeah. definitely not. Like, like you said, like, there's Flowverse, Top Shot, Flavitar, um, a Big yeah. Town Chef, like, a bunch of these, like, sorry, I'm sorry, right. yeah, um, a, a big <laughs> bunch of these projects, but like, before nfts i'd only sort of ran a couple of discord groups and communities amongst like friends with shared interests uh like there was a betting group there's like a uk group for some stuff and so like i did lead those communities but i never really actively built them in this way but i guess mm -hmm. that experience is probably what helped a little bit like honestly even just when you're like familiar with discord like i'm not trying to throw shade on anyone but there's people out here that build discord communities where like they're learning discord as they try and build the community and like it shows you know like yeah. they have like notifications for messages just on and you know this guy just getting pings you're like what is this and stuff like that and like i think even just having experience in discord and being a sociable extroverted person can really translate into being able to build a community in this space you know yeah i mean i as someone who was creating a discord and that was like my first discord i think maybe my second discord i was in uh i had no idea what the hell i was doing and i remember you said it a couple of times too and you were very polite about it but you were like yeah you gotta you gotta like organize the people that are in here this is chaos you used to have you used to have just like a channel list and just like a members list i remember when i first yeah. joined team hold i was like I have no idea who runs this. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I, still, I mean, like, I still vaguely know. I like it. I, it no, it's me... so good now. It's so good now because you got structure and like structure yeah. takes like an hour or two to set up and then you just have it forever. And the Discord yeah. is so much better and the community is so much better. So it's definitely good now. Well, and I think like some an underrated thing about like structure in there, it makes it easier for people to find what the thing is that's going to matter to them the most. Do you know what I mean? And that is like, I think like intrinsically that's what's important about the community development is you're just like finding ways like obviously there's a big picture of what we're doing but it's fine you're like creating homes for people and it's like okay this this is my home in here um, exactly 
And it's like, because every community will have, sorry to drop but every community will have like sub-communities within it. So even if there's only like 100 people, 10 of them are going to want to chat loads about one topic and 10 about another and 10 about another. And that's right. when like, you can breed that and let that happen if you have the proper structure. It's like Team Hold has that. Like they have the different channels where people specifically talk about certain topics. And I think that's really cool to see. Yeah. And, I, and like, as I'm, you know, exploring into new NFT projects myself, you because you're right. Like there are a lot of people who are doing what Team Hold did back in like March or April or whatever, where it is kind of a nightmare to to organize but when you walk into a new project and you can kind of like see okay here's where i go for this here's where i go for this uh it's so much easier to navigate than sometimes like especially as a project starting to get hyped too now you get like hundreds of thousands of people coming into a discord and you're like oh my god i don't even know how to like i i can't see through all the muck you know and that's and that's before you even start talking about like all the spam and the bad actors out mm -hmm. there you know and like I, I've been tweeting about this a little bit, being on my on my soapbox, but like I don't think personally, I don't think communities are doing enough. Like yeah. community managers, and I'm not not taking shades of people like Team Hold or or like Own the Moment. I'm not yeah. talking about those. I'm talking about like the the project communities where they are like, hey, you know, we've got this NFT or we've got this, we've got that, and like you look at them and the setup, the infrastructure, it is, it's it's embarrassing almost what they're not doing to protect their user base. Um, you know, like. If you look at the discords I'm involved in, for example, Topshot, we completely changed the structure mm -hmm. and now the spam's reduced. If you've got, if you're like a verified by Collabland member of our community, you'll get like a fraction of the spam you would have before. And that's in a 200,000 person discord. So, you, you know, wow. like when I see some of these 10,000 person discords, I join and like, I'm just getting spam, spam, spam. I'm like, this is just like, the devs need to do something that's what right <laughs> like, like, i hate to say it like like spam's always going to happen especially in the starting stages but once yeah. you've like released an ft once you've been about for like a few months there's no real reason you should have it because you can just set your discord up in a tiered manner that can just stop spam almost entirely in my opinion right um, i know yeah. and it's it's too bad too because it really feels like it takes something bad happening before people react to it right like people ju it's just not on the forefront it's not on the forefront of like Dev, devs minds when they're uh creating stuff and then it takes something terrible happening and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah we got to get serious about this and it's like mm -hmm. I, mean, I how many other times like we've we've seen it happen to everybody else so like you're not immune to it it's gonna it's gonna happen people are gonna target it so yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure i mean that top shot got targeted dealt with it very quickly within a minute but still got targeted we saw i think it was the other day alien friends got targeted for example yep. and they just yeah. got like ex exploited and hacked and like the problem is if you take the mindset of like oh we're protected for that exploit you're never really protected for future exploits and there right. will be more there's so much you know to be quite frank money in these discord communities and people are joining them representing you know they're saying they're connecting Labland because they've got a board eight because they've got the doodle whatever it is they're saying i've got tens of thousands of dollars on my pfp you know and yeah. it's really easy for a scammer to identify them because we're we're wearing it quite loud and proud which is cool but like people need to be more protected and i don't think it's on the individual i do think it's on the community managers to be doing more yeah. um like no, i won't go to the weeds of it if, if anyone is watching though and they run a community especially an FT community and they want to help with what i'm talking about talk about please let me know but what i recommend is doing like tiered access so yeah. like a lot of discords have like you join you hit a welcome emoji and then you can see the rest of the discord you should make it so that Whatever that tiered access is, if it's a welcome emoji, if it's like a capture bot, if it's collab land, if it's all of them, once they've done one of them, they should no longer be able to see that channel. And that's then going to create like separate members lists. So like yeah. if you go into like the Top Shot Discord, for example, which I set up, like you won't be able to see anyone who's not on the same level of verification as you are. 
if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like if Team Hold dropped an NFT and it was like, buy this NFT for like $1,000 and you can get access to the rest of the Discord, you know, like First Mint did, mm -hmm. you could then say, and you can't even see who's in this Discord unless you're holding the NFT, which means I couldn't, like if I was a bad actor, I couldn't come in and DM them because I can't even see them. And it's like a really simple solution right. that if the NFT space would just embrace and implement, spams would be almost solved. I like I like that though. If you're going to spam me, you have to at least purchase my <laughs> NFT. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have to at least be in the community. <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, I realize eventually scammers will probably just buy it <laughs> no, and do it. But it's still like, it will stop the bots because no, you can't absolutely. have like a thousand accounts, you know? Absolutely, right? Yeah, you're never going to stop it all. But as long as you're creating as many uh, roadblocks as possible for that, I think that's that's the way to go. Before you were like, because I know you mentioned discords for your friends, like well, whether it was a sports betting or whatever. Uh, did you like, not not even online, do you think you were like, building community whether intentionally or unintentionally like even pre-online stuff really good question i mean it's, it's a weird fit time to think about because it's not just pre-online stuff it's like pre-covid like i, I don't I know, anyone right? has a real life community at the moment other than like like your one neighbor that you see I you know, know? Um, but yeah i think i've always i've always had like little groups i've been uh always been quite social and i've been traveling abroad living abroad for eight nine years now so i'm constantly in new countries and new cities where if I don't make friends, I just don't have a social life. So I'm always mm -hmm. sort of thrusting myself into those situations, which means I do find it quite easy to build those communities in real life as well. It's a really good question. I can't really thought about that before. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. Somebody had asked me that before uh, when like the team hold stuff was going on and they had asked it in a different way. Like, what was your background? And <clears throat> pre like comedy, I was working in education, but what I went to grad school for, uh, like technically the, the degree is instruct curriculum and instruction. But what I really went to school for was to teach freshmen how to be comfortable when they get to college. Like that's essentially what my degree was. It was like, if we can take care of like Haslow's hierarchy of needs or Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and then like, just like take away all the weird shit so that you can have your college experience. Like that was essentially my role. And it, it was funny when someone phrased it like that, it was like, yeah, that is kind of what we're doing. We're just like, you know, you're creating a space where it's like, yeah, you can come in here and feel like you can be yourself. And you're going to find other people that are passionate about the same stuff uh, while just creating like a good vibe, which sounds so dumb when you say it like that. But that's really I mean, that's you do it in person. You see people do it in groups all the time. Like there's always someone who's organizing shit. And now you're just seeing it in the online space in a way that I and I never would have tied the two. I never would have tied the two if somebody hadn't asked that question. But I was like, I do think it's it, it's relatable. Yeah, and like I also have better in like poker. That's what I did for like five, six years. It was just mm -hmm. poker full time. And I know you've you've had a couple of poker players on before. Yeah. Um, like like Johnny Vibes and stuff like that. And I think they can relate as well in the sense that like when you're playing poker, you have to be able to like make friends with people, mm -hmm. even if you've got like a competitive nature or competitive edge. And so it is quite an interesting social situation, which I think teaches you a lot about being comfortable, you know, and it's it's similar in the FT web where you might be chatting to someone who's got a PFP worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars, but forgetting about that and just chatting to the person. And poker right. teaches you that as well. Like it doesn't matter what how many chips have got in front of them or what the bang rolls, you're just trying to make friends with people. And that's so you get invited to other games and that's so you can find a place where you've got an edge to make money long term. You know, so I think all those skill sets definitely overlap quite a lot. Um, yeah. And I think it's really exciting to see what will come from that in the next few years because there's going to be more people like right now let's be frank there's people that are like 15 14 16 years old that are going to be the future trendsetters in the next five ten years because they're embracing the digital space so strongly you know right yeah we are old like it's this <laughs> like we have no shot no how, shot at how being... old are you mike how old are you 
Dude, 37. Yeah, you're so you're actually old. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it's still a joke if I'm old. I'm still late 20s. So I'm like, I <laughs> nah, dude, it's it. not. This is how you know. This is how I know you're old is because you you are in your late 20s, but still think you're young. See, that, <laughs> it's 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 over, dude. It's over. The second you hit 25, because young people look at you and they're like, dude, this dude's fucking old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, I, I was just fascinated about that because I do think you uh you are very patient, I think, and have like successfully cultivated a lot of different communities i think you are really good i mean you have you go into other people's communities and still find a way to like make other people feel comfortable do you know what i mean like and that's not even your role and i mean i guess technically it is like in team hold because you're top shot rep but i think you're like very very good at it so when i saw you were doing some stuff with pyland i was really interested because i was like you know everybody says community 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 and i get it it's important but i was like yeah but this dude's actually like really good at it <laughs> like you like you were like professional community man so talk to us like a little bit of like what you can share because i know we're hashtag early in the uh -huh. highland streets but um like talk to us a little bit about that like where it came about and and what you're excited about yeah i think in a way from like what i'm excited about you hit the nail on the head like i i've been involved in range communities even like outside of my day job like like shout out the, the goobs project for example like it, it was built on flow and like i just knew the guys that were running it and i was like this is awesome and i just went and like sent a few hundred people over and i just joined the community for a little bit and it's like that was it and i just left and bounced mm -hmm. like not because i'm expected to but i just love seeing these communities as they're growing and building and just being able to join in for the fun like i really as sad as it is i do think it's awesome to just be able to meet a bunch of people online and just chat about like this shared interest that is yeah. kind of almost vague and it's like it could be so much and it could be so little at the same time so i really enjoy that so when it came to to pylon that was a project oh we're going back like months now so me a guy called uh, daniel who you might know as kelican and uh, bonfire the guy behind live token we've been chatting about this for like over i don't know four or five maybe six months at this point um so it's, it's been going on for a while and we just basically wanted to share our skill sets so you said like i've got a lot of experience yeah. with community i seem to be naturally quite good at it and i enjoy it uh bonfire is this ridiculously smart developer i mean he's got decades of experience but also he's just constantly doing new stuff that's really exciting like, I, was, I was chatting to him just the other day and he's highlighting that even within his peer group he's still like they're like wow you're like so involved in FTs. i can't even imagine that like even the really experienced devs and technicians that he comes from engineers are impressed by what he's doing you know so like that sounds better wow. than me saying it because i don't really know what he's chatting about i just <laughs> let him i let him talk i'm like cool and then we've got <laughs> sounds uh, good. yeah i know it sounds good mate. and then we've got kelikin who's got like a load of experience with project management and stuff like that so it just felt like this, this perfect combination to start with the three of us and then we added a few other people including our head of uh our artist this guy called brian who I can't actually say who he works for. I don't think I'm allowed to, but he's worked for like big companies doing design stuff, which okay. is awesome. But he's like, so the three of us, the first three of us, me, Bonfire and Dan, we come from the NFT space. So we intentionally brought in a couple of people that don't have as much background in the NFT to give that like fresh eyes. Yeah. And that's where Ryan came in perfectly. Like if you look at the octopus we've done, they look like NFT, but there's something a little bit unique about them. And that uniqueness comes from him being like a fresh pair of eyes and him being like, okay, I'm just going to draw something and we'll turn it into an NFT, you know? And that's kind of where it started from. We wanted to do something that was like a little unique, a little quirky, a little silly, but still serious. And See, to us, this, it had to be a pun. And that's what yeah, Octopi did. <laughs> yeah, of course, the A plus on the pun work. But that, <laughs> to me, that's the stuff that excites me though. Like the forward thinking of being like, okay, we have, we have now been in this space where a lot of people are just kind of doing like wash, rinse, repeat. I don't know. Is that in the right order? Yeah, wash. I don't know. You know the phrase, right? Where we're going to do this thing and now we're going to do this thing, except it'll look a little bit differently. And But the idea of like bringing in people who um, obviously have like an expertise that will come in handy in a different way that maybe we haven't seen in the space yet. And to me, that's that's what gets me excited because that's 
that's growth. That's how like this space evolves, right? Not only does it bring in new people who aren't there already, but it's just it just just how things grow and evolve. And that's that's really exciting. I love that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like another example um, is we've got Pilar, who's like our head of admin, and she actually comes from like a background in the AI space, and that yeah. is to me so exciting because it's like. I don't know exactly how it's going to look, but I just think AI and NFTs are going to have way more crossover in the next mm -hmm. few years than they currently have, have had. They're both quite emerging, quite exciting technologies, and I think it's inevitable we're going to see them crossover. So it's really exciting for us to have someone who comes from that background who's had some crypto experience but can still bring in like a whole new sort of mindset and vision that still is in the tech space, you know? And I think, again, it's like you say, to me personally, when I sit down over projects, I get excited because it's like anyone can talk about NFT stuff at this point. Like right. I think so many people have the same sort of information and knowledge to a certain degree that you need something special. You need something a bit more unique. And I think that combination really works well. Yeah. That's, that's how we evolve. I love that. So you've been like, <clears throat> I feel like you've helped shepherd some projects. You've been part of, you've seen projects from the outside. Has there been, have you found, let's see, what's the best way that we can phrase this without it feeling like you're, um, like knifing people yeah, have you trouble, has, I know this. yeah no but have you started to like see trends of like like do you feel like you've been around enough now and involved enough that you can like spot something pretty early on to be like oh this has some legs versus like oh this will not this will not get going i think definitely for like what looks like it's gonna have legs because that's a little bit easier right because like it's hard to predict stuff that's like an iffy maybe because to be honest like trends are such a factor like i think a lot of people said like there's probably gonna be a bull run in january but no one predicted it would be like to this degree and mm -hmm. no one really predicted in what projects right but then you have projects like doodles which i think just looked amazing from early on because the art was kind of cool the team were really solid and they were like well i would say like no bs they just kind of laid it out they had they were having fun with it they were mm -hmm. silly but serious and i think that's the perfect combination that's what we're trying to emulate and do as well um where it's like they're not going to take themselves too seriously to the point where they're not people but they're going to take right. it seriously where they're going to build that project and you know projects like that you can kind of see a little bit early but then other projects do really well that feel like they're out of nowhere and you're just a bit like does it deserve to be doing that well you know what i mean like i don't know how long is this going to last and right like, you got you don't know right now because that's the other thing is when a project does well, when the, you know, the floor price goes up and there is a lot of volume traded, they do generate revenue that they might use to hire the right people and build the mm -hmm. team out. So I actually think it's really hard to predict what isn't going to go well yeah. um, in that sense, you know, but like no. then we have, so I was just saying, then we have projects where it's like, it feels like they're not doing well now, but it's inevitable they will like Penelope's. I'm a shout yes. them out for sure. Like, I don't know how they're not like a, one of the biggest ones at the moment, but I do think eventually they will be, you know, that sort of thing. That does feel like, you know, and I'm biased, but that does feel like a no brain win. Like it might not happen in January. It might not happen in February, but that, like, there's no way it loses. Like it has to, um, I mean, I, but that, that's how it feels. Right. But right. Right. The NFT space, there is that element of, of chance and luck. And like, there is that element of like, things have to align to a certain degree. And so you can't be sure. But if they keep building for months and years, the chances of them aligning things just go up and up and up, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, talk to us a little bit more about Pilot. So we we know sure. now, or what you can share. Uh, we know now you are aligned with like a lot of super talented people in that space, which is exciting. Um. But yeah, what else, what else can you share? I, I won't twist the screws too much. <laughs> no, I mean, look, we've, we've definitely got a lot more information coming out. What we've been doing is this cool, like, 
open kitchen series that's what we mm-hmm. called it you know there's going to be a lot of puns if you're listening and you don't <laughs> like puns i can only apologize um not for you <laughs> it's just not i'll just be honest it's not gonna be for you if you don't like puns um we have people being like we, we'll put like an announcement out or a blog post out and people are like, oh i think that was a typo no no that's a pun that's just a really stretched out pipe and you'll get it okay um, <laughs> it's it's a little bit over the top already and we're still early no but so we put out like a couple of articles that do like a deeper dive into certain aspects one of them was like we just had a, like so I don't know, about six, seven weeks ago, I was in a call with the artist, the team, and he was going over what this, like, hours of work he'd done to adjust this one trait. And I was just like, this is insane. I had to ask the team to step back for a second because we'd gotten used to that level of, like, work from him where, like, every trait was getting, like, put through this system and of, like, iteration and improvement and iteration improvement and, like, scrap that, try this, try that, right? And I was like, we need to talk about this. So I put this article out and it was just with one trait and it went on really well because people could see, like, that's a lot of work to mm-hmm. put into one thing that like isn't even going to be that common in the overall like in the overall drop that we do in the near future you know it's only mm-hmm. it's only a small part of it but we're putting that much work into it so that's like what we start doing is those articles we've done another one that we released yesterday or the day before i can't remember now time is hard to keep up with uh <laughs> about our smart contract which we had bonfire he got to shine he talked about it and like it's really exciting to me uh because we're doing something that we think will be very common in the NFT space in the next 12 to 24 months, but isn't common just yet. And so it's like exciting to be able to share that part of the process. Uh, I won't go into it too much because one, I'm not the dev guy and two, like it's very nerdy and niche, but basically smart contracts generally, when you, when you do the drop and you mint the project, the smart contract can't be then changed. Now, what we've done is we've made a smart contract that can be changed, but it's not like, it's not meaning that it definitely will be changed. It just means if we ever wanted to change features in the contract, we could. And the reason that's really exciting is because if you look at, let's say, like any project, when they mint, like, uh, I'm sorry, let me step back. So smart contracts are the, the contracts that have the code that determines, you know, all the information about the NFT, the mint in, the size, the like the number that you can mint, information like who owns it, when it's traded, when it's sold, all that mm-hmm. information, right? Like it's kind of like a library of data, very standard stuff. Now there's a limit to how big those contracts can be when you're building on the ETH blockchain, on any blockchain, but on ETH there's quite there's quite a sharp limit. And so it means the amount of code you can put in is limited. So when you're talking about things like, for example, mutant apes, when mutant mm-hmm. apes dropped, they had to do it as a separate contract that they could layer on top of board apes to okay. get you to access it. They couldn't use the same contract because they hadn't coded in initially and they couldn't then go back and change it, right? Gotcha. What we can do is we can go back and change it. And one of the things we'll be able to do is once we've minted, we could go back and we could just take out all the code that relates to minting because it's dead code at that point. Like if you own a CryptoPunk, a Doodles, a, a Board Ape, whatever it is, there's still code in that smart contract about the minting process, but they're never going to mint again. So it's right. just like a, it's a waste of code, so to speak, you know? So what we want to do is is basically a more innovative way to do things like uh, future airdrops, like future upgrades, future crafting that you're seeing in these other projects like Doodles. They just did this awesome thing where you can wrap your NFT and get another NFT, but they have to do it by layering another contract on top. And what we've done will allow, maybe we'll still do that if we wanted to do that, but we'll allow it in a way more clean way because the yeah. contract itself is just like cooler. Um, and which- I- how is that? that sense? It, no, no, no. It definitely makes sense. It, that makes sense on your end. It just feels cleaner. Like it feels like a cleaner, cleaner yeah. process for you, for you guys. Does that, is there a benefit? Um, and again, I like my knowledge is like little, so, so bear with me. Uh, is there a benefit on the collecting side of that too? Like, does that, does that make it, um, I don't know, easier is the right word, but like if you, if like a, a drop does happen or something like that, does that benefit the collector in a way that you're like, I, I'm doing a bad job explaining that. But no, 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 you, yeah, you know I get you. Yeah, like it, it definitely could. Like it definitely yeah. could. Obviously, because 
just because we made a contract upgradable doesn't mean we're saying we're going to upgrade it, we're going to change it. It just mm-hmm. means if we chose to, we could do things that could benefit collectors. Um, sure. You know, like a way to explain this is some projects have dropped and there's been something in the contract they had to change that was a problem. Right. And they had to ask people to migrate to a new contract. You might have seen this where they're like, go to this site, um, put your NFTs in and you'll get them back but with a new contract, that sort of thing. We yeah. wouldn't have to do that. We could just change the contract itself. Now that's, that's only right. in like an emergency situation, but it's an example of it. Uh, a, a better example is that like, as time goes on and the Ethereum blockchain inevitably gets upgrades and changes, you know, people are talking about 2.0. We saw the London upgrade last year. Like these things are going to keep happening to the Ethereum blockchain. They're going to change the very foundation of the the crypto space itself, you know, of the blockchain that we're building on. Our contract can change as well. Like our contract could then update to account for those changes in a way that others can't. So like, it just means that we can always have a very innovative code in uh, innovative code in our smart contract it doesn't mean necessarily that users will notice a difference on a day-to-day right there might be a period a point of change where they do notice um and also you know to be quite real a little bit alpha we're probably going to make it so that if we ever want to change the contract holders of the octopies our nft will have to vote on it right so Love you can that. see a world where it's like what other projects are letting you vote on the contract itself right like i think that's kind of exciting that is really cool i'm right because it's been like typically once the mint happens like you're kind of not thinking about that anymore so to, to have the opportunity to vote on that would be pretty look at that a man of the people like just letting <laughs> them vote but it's like it's it's to me it's funny because uh you know some people have said oh they should the, the contract shouldn't be upgradable so they can stay more decentralized i actually disagree with that because i think it's not decentralized. It's the developer made a contract and then it can never be changed. Right. right. What we're saying is we've made a contract and if the community decides they want to change it, we'll change it. You know, yeah. and if we want to change it, the community will approve it. I mean, obviously it's going to depend on the situation. We need to, we will lay that out more clearly uh, closer to the time to our community. But like, to me, that's more decentralized than the, the standard in the NFT space. Well, right. And it's not like you're saying, oh, well, it is the first of the month. So everybody get your vote in because we're going to change the contract. It's more of, it's more of like, it's providing a little bit of flexibility. Um, so you're not cemented into something, which I think makes sense. It makes it easy, especially if you're saying that a vote will be um, ensued, right? It's not like, it's not providing flexibility just for you, right? Like yeah. it's providing flexibility for the community. Uh, and obviously in a positive way, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, I I never heard of projects doing doing that. That seems pretty on the on the new. Yeah. So this was something where I had a call from Bonfire again a couple of months ago. At this point, he's super excited. He's like, I've done something amazing, and he started explaining it with like proxy layer two, and he going into it. And I was like, okay, you need to write this down <laughs> in simple English for me yeah. to get excited. And then when she did, I was like, wow, this is awesome. But it took me a little while as well. And like, we're very aware of that. We're very aware that there's going to be people that are checking out a project that don't have much experience in like nft space outside of a couple of blue chips outside of, you know maybe maybe a dapper lab project maybe it's a just a flow project maybe a solana whatever it is and we're going to make sure we provide like plenty of onboarding resources for those people to get like comfortable with it because yeah. we want everyone to be excited about the same things that we're excited about you know no i love that and when you have people like you who are able to dumb it down for oh i won't say <laughs> dumb it down but you know what i'm saying it's like pie land for dummies i think like <laughs> it goes a long way it goes a long way for me anyways for my brain um, I know you've been asked variations of this question, or maybe it's the, you've only been asked this one time, and I just happened to be on a Twitter Spaces um, when it happened. Uh, but just like you're busy, you're doing a lot of different work with a lot of different projects. Basically, it was like, how do you say sane? Which, and you had a very good answer. You're like, I love doing this stuff. This is like, it's easy to continue. Okay. I appreciate that answer. I think it's real. I don't think it was bullshit. But 
what are what do you do like when you have to unplug from this space so instead of being like all right i'm up to here on this project i'm going to shift to this project because that will you know loosen me up a little bit what what do you do outside of projects to like maintain sanity to like reset recharge refresh is it move cities because i know you move a lot like what do you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um I mean, honestly, like uh, exercise, as, as cliche as it is, just like exercise is super important. Um, and I do a lot of work with dogs. So like, oh, nice. It's easy to be motivated to work hard when you're like, oh, man, if I'm not if I'm not doing well, I can't fund this dog getting like rescued. And then it's yeah. like it's just a no brainer to work hard. You know, so for me, it's like as maybe as dramatic as it sounds, I'm like, I don't want these dogs to get put down. I think I'm going to keep grinding, you know, for another four <laughs> hours today. You know, like that's kind yeah. of where it comes down to. Um, not that it's like that every day. There's not, <laughs> someone, like, there's not someone off screen with a gun to a dog's head, like get working. But like, it, it's, what, it's what I spend a lot of time on outside yeah. of the project stuff. And it's also quite offline as well. And like, honestly, just play with puppies once a month and life is amazing. You can do whatever I, you want in that regard. I will say, uh, I, f I find uh, a similar, I'm nervous to use the word release here. Um, but what, cause I work with kids, not, I don't work hard streaming to save kids lives, <laughs> but I do like, I find you can't, I can't really be online. I can't really be on my phone when I'm doing that. I can't really do anything. And it just kind of puts everything in perspective for a moment. Um, and I really do, I, you just, it's just like a really good reset where I'm like, okay, uh, now, now I can like, I've, I've cleansed, I've cleared everything. I can come back just having a kid yell at you. It's, it, it's, it really grounds you. I find it's, it's almost, it's not, not quite meditation, but it's like a level of separation. Like you yeah. say, cause you're not online. Like, so it's so separate for me. Like, the, like when you're working with dogs, kids or whatever it is you're doing, like they're not asking you, no one's asking me about this NFT drop. No one's asking me about why, what happened with these bad comms. So it's just like, no, no one's asking you if I'm ever going to receive my prize from the top shot Halliburton stream back in mid October. No one's um, asking you that Brandon read the room. Brandon, feel free to DM me, uh, sort out after. But I'm not chatting Top Shot now, so I can't help you now. But, um, you know, so it's that sort of thing of where it's like by being having activities and hobbies that are separate, it makes the, the work you're doing easier to focus on for sure. And, like, yeah. I think similar to you, like, I honestly do love it. I could chat about mm -hmm. NFTs all day long. So, like, like none, none of my uh, friends sort of in Colombia, for example, my real-life friends talk to me about NFTs. So it's like when I'm with them for an hour or two, I'm like, oh, man, like, why are you guys not talking about Doodles Drop recently? Or why are you not talking about this or that? You know, I'm like, come on, what's got the – we're in a bull run. Why are you guys not talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have to – I'm going to do um, some comedy in public tonight for the first time in a while. And I, I'm already, I'm already gearing up for not talking about it, which is weird. But I all, I, like, I'll also know that someone's gonna be like, oh yeah, how's that, uh, how's that like fake basketball thing going for you? Like, are you still doing that shit? And like, I, I'm, I'm already gearing up for that. I'm like, I, how are you not seeing this? How am I the one seeing this and you're not seeing this yet? Um, but, but I think I think that'll change a lot on this year. Um, I think it's, it's month to month we're seeing more and more people get into NFTs and. I think we're aware that there's ups and downs, but the truth is whenever there's an up period, more people get inv interested and involved. And then yeah. when there's a down period, more people are like to actually buy them. So I think the interest comes in times like this and the actual yeah. purchasing from those new people will probably come in the future whenever there's a more volatility that puts us back on a downwards sort of situation. Yeah, I'm, not trying I, to, I'm not trying to FUD the entire NFT space right there. I'm just saying no, like, no, no. that's what happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I, but even like, yeah, you know, when you see 
companies like DraftKings or something, right? Where they're, I would say the the main user base isn't messing around with NFTs. But when you see them come out and say like, hey, and I'm not talking about like the autograph project. I know they have some, they basically hinted like, yeah, we'll do some other shit in the future. Um, and knowing like seeing companies like that who have this like massive user base of people who probably aren't into NFTs. Like it, it does feel like it's coming when, within the next year. At least more people being aware of them. I don't know what that means for people buying them, but I think the awareness will be more front and yeah. center. 100%. And that's why, uh, going back to Pilot, that's why we're so centric on like, we're going to build something that the experience people will appreciate and get behind. We're going to make mm -hmm. sure it's like palatable and understandable for people that are new to the space because I do feel like every day it's just hundreds hundreds of people are googling nfts for the first time and so like making sure that they have like an on-ramp where they can not only learn about it but get involved and be part of it is definitely important and it comes back to what we talked about before as well like again i see people now that are doing communities for nfts where they're like oh everyone knows how discord communities work so i won't explain it everyone knows what this is or what that is you know and they don't they don't take a step back to remember what it's like for the person stepping into discord for the first time as well mm -hmm. you know? or twitter it's, or whatever it is all of it no all of it i do i think like i i do think we take for granted how overwhelming it was the first time and uh whether it was a discord or twitter nft or whatever um or nft twitter not twitter nft um uh, <laughs> And like I, having wait, those wait, NFTs, to be fair. <laughs> true. But having those like explainers or just kind of like step by step of like here you go. Uh and I, I think that goes back to what we talked about before that too, is just like the community development aspect. Like all of those little pieces go towards creating a space where people are like, you know, comfortable. And that's yeah, where that's sure. where magic happens. And um, also, like, sorry, just to go on about no, it, like, yeah. pan ourselves in the back, but also feel like that artwork's a big thing. And, like, we mm. really like with the, the Octopies that um, I should have given you one to show. That was my bad. But, I, like, I was just going to say, okay, is there something in the Discord I can share? Yeah, there is if you go to the Sneak Peek yeah. channel on Discord. But I should have yeah. sent you, like, a, a special one to show off. But, like, for me, it's, like, the the NFT itself is, like, eye-catching if you've never seen NFTs before. It's still cool. It's not, like, like some NFTs are kind of niche and they're very self-referential and, like, like derivative projects, for example. Like, if you want to be interested in derivative, you kind of have to know what it's the derivative of, you know? Yeah, so yeah. this right here is, like, the, the base buy. Oh, that's the less exciting one. If you if you scroll down a little bit, if you oh, click at that down. and then scroll down, scroll right down to the bottom, right down to the oh, bottom. Oh, all the way to the bottom? Yeah, oh, yeah. you can see what? the one we just, like, So this is a, a Ooh, pirate. <laughs> this is a pirate so you know again the puns are going to be there constantly um but like you can see like anyone can see this as kind of a cool thing that they might want to own right even on top even before you start talking about all the benefits and perks that come with it um, is this an know, aging aging dumbo pirate right here <laughs> so like me oh i didn't realize that <laughs> oh man yeah i need to grow my beard out and yeah it's looking a little bit red right now isn't it in the light oh, uh, but yeah so like all of our all of our pies are going to belong to a different a different what you could call a faction what we're calling a slice so this would be a pirate one for example we've got a lot more to reveal um uh, like in terms of the different pirates a few more slices etc but yeah it's exciting it, stuff the the jokes are really gonna hit for me soon like i it took me a second for this to be like pirate it really did took me it took me a second and now i'm there kevin right here saying very app pietizing oh yeah yeah that's that's uh, i just got to put my laptop in um if you look at the other one above it i think it might be I think the other one's above it. No, no, no. I mean, that's, I mean, that's really cool, but that's not that is... an exciting pun. If you go up, there's like a vampire one. So that would be our vampire. <laughs> like that one's quite easy. And like, this, uh, this is, is my good. favorite thing. You look around the mouth where it's, it's, it's rather than sucking blood, it's oh, sucking it's the, the pie filling, you know, like stuff like this. Um, we had a lot of fun. There's a lot of puns this that are going to be scattered throughout. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Um, are you cool? Can I uh, share a little invite in the live chat if anyone wants to jump in the Discord? Yeah, you can do. And if if they if they join our Discord right now, and I'll leave this open, I don't know, for a little bit longer. But mm -hmm. if they go to the general chat and they type uh, "period team hold" no spaces, it will give them a special role, and we'll raffle away some prizes to everyone Ooh. that has that role later. There we go. Look at that. Dumbo you, not only coming on and dropping alpha, but also giving stuff away. You, How about that? Yeah. If, if you go to general, you can type it yourself and test it. I should turn that voice screen sharing. It doesn't matter. All right. Yeah. yeah I'll do it. I'll just, just, just test it as well. And I'll just double check. I'm just going to tell you though, if I, if I win, I'm keeping it. So yeah, period hold. Period team hold, team hold. Oh, Fenny, you did it wrong. I can see. How you. do you not know the name of your own? Because well, you know what? I saw Fenny. <laughs> Everyone's doing period hold. That's why I. <laughs> Oh, uh, a bunch of rookies. No one's listening. No one's listening. Even you did period hold. <laughs> I got part of it, but, but funny, funny right now, MVP. Um, but yeah, so I'll give you a team hold role, and probably at some point later on today, I'll do a little giveaway for everyone that has that role. Um, oh, that's awesome. Depending on how many people get it, we'll determine what you can give away. But yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Well, and listen, I want to be conscious of your time. Thank you for, for coming on. On a, on a lunch break? Is that right? Was it on, on a break? You dedicated? Uh, yeah, yeah we got a little guy. Busy day-to-day okay. -day job, but I'm always allowed to you know, take 36 minutes off. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's awesome. Shout out to the Team Hole community. I, I really appreciate what the Team Hole community are doing. And I think it's a very exciting time because like the next 12 months, the NFT space is going to get so much of a spotlight on it. And people like yourself, people like the Team Hole group. Uh, I mean, the moment as well, like all these other creators are going to be in a situation to have, I don't want to be like influencers, but to like shape the very space that we're in. Rich. You know? You're saying rich? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't think you will be because <laughs> I don't see you monetizing yourself ever. Like, I, I don't think you, um, do, you, know, do, you don't do like paid advertisers or promos. You do nothing by it. Like, so, like, listen, I, we, with on the moment, we've got a little bit, but that's that's really yeah. it. We, we gotta like, be... When did the only moment to start? Like a month or two ago? Uh, yeah, like two months ago. Right, and you've been doing this for like nearly a year, mate. Like, I did. I've been trying. <laughs> oh, oh man, I, yeah, we've been trying. We've been trying. It's uh, yeah, I do think it will blow up too in the next year or so, and that is why. I mean, honestly, that's why we're trying to branch out a little bit and doing some of these like shorts and doing some of the smaller videos and doing nft tuesday and just mixing it up a little bit to just provide i mean similar to what we talked about like i want people to come here and be this is like a low stakes hang where we're all like learning and trying to win at the same time while you know not it's not a it doesn't need to be a cutthroat experience and that's what that's what's been dope and honestly man thank you like i you know thanks for coming on for your time for today but also just like you have helped you know onboard so many people in this space while only truly being a dickhead to me i feel like you've been very polite and kind to everybody I mean, else it's, it's like you alexo veerman really? people the wolf pack. i tend to just go for the, the people that are already here and they're doing well i let i let them feel the heat because i gotta balance it out i gotta balance it out i can be as patient as i need for anyone who's new yeah. i got no patience for you mike like, <laughs> <messed> no 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 you know what's so funny steve our man steve ballers blockchain uh soon to be dapper employee like re reached out one time i forget what it was after some event some show that we did and he's like hey man you know you like do bring good stuff to the community right and i was like dude you i i know i know and like i promise i know um it's the i'm hoping at least i'm like uh, i know this is the joke I definitely lay into you, and I think I probably laid into you a couple of dozen times, and maybe messaged you once after to be like, "We good?" Like, yeah. At most. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that was that's it. The only one time. You only need to do it once. Yeah, uh, we're good forever. But no, I appreciate forever. you, Mike, for sure. I shout out to the team whole community. Uh, you guys know I'm a big fan. I've been in there for a minute, so I uh, appreciate it. And I, hopefully, you know, check out Pyland. Let me know. Feedback is welcome always. Yeah. If anyone's got any comments, questions, concerns, let me know, and maybe we can uh, do this again post drop. I, I won't say when the drop is, but it is yeah. going to be soon. It's going to be soon. It's going to be sometime in the next two months. Within the next go. two months. Um, and we can always give do a little giveaway, both post-drop, maybe pre-drop, make something assigned for it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, uh, we shared the link for the Discord in the chat. You can go follow him on Twitter as well. Um, if you're not watching this live, you can see it in the show notes. We'll put all the info in there. And uh, and yeah, get in there. And honestly, it's just like a fun Discord too. I enjoy lurking over there. So There's a um, lot of pipons. Like, brace yourself for pipons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, there, uh, let's share one more before we get out of here. Kevin says, I'm sure the puns are keeping him occupied. There you go. Amazing, Kevin. There we go. There we go. I mean... They are, and I love it. It's every day, I'm, I'm having normal conversations and referencing pies. I'm like, I'm sorry, just ignore me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's a habit now. Um, <laughs> all right, Dumbo, thanks again, man. And uh, for everybody else, we'll be back tomorrow. What is it? Yeah, what's today? Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow for the morning marketplace at nine. Uh, go, you know, go get go get some pies, baby. Go get some pies. <laughs> all, all right, right, we're out of here. Catch you later.